Welcome to Today in Space, the All Things Space Science podcast. I am your space science podcast host from the East Coast, Alex G. Orfanos. We are recording this from planet Earth. The date is October 23rd, 2022. And here's what we're talking about this week. I'll tell you about something that's been happening in my life that has literally consumed my existence. But because now that I podcast for a living, this is what I love doing, when things happen in life, I have a tendency, because I think about space so often and science, uh, I will basically <laughs> think about things as like, oh, would that be good for the podcast? And boy, did I make some lemonade from some lemons this week. A wasp infestation that I had in my house and how I approached it and the hilarious things that relate to space and like the worst space sci-fi like horror film of all time for both angles, both the wasps and myself. So uh, we're going to have a little fun here. I'm going to tell you a story of my adventures this past week and the containment that we're still under right now in the house. But luckily, we managed to save most of the house and gave the wasps uh, their own section. We're going to talk about that in a second here and our invasion. But a few things space-related, because I know most of you are here for the space. Some really exciting things coming up here. We'll breeze through these real quick. NASA's SLS is still scheduled for November 14th for Artemis 1. They've done a lot of work, a lot of prep in the recent last few weeks, I believe, maybe even only a week. Uh, there is a new potential bid for the SLS for a new sole contract source which would actually just be a combination of two monopoly space companies uh, that have basically been in the works. I think it's Northrop Grumman and Boeing who arguably, I mean, those are the two who basically worked on SLS and those big, large contracts. So I don't know what's going to happen. But November 14th, the Space Launch System. If you guys want to hear about the drama that happened the last time we were down in Florida and didn't get to see it on both launch attempts uh, and everything that's going on with that, we did plenty of content on that. But basically, November 14th, look out for it. I believe it would be a late mission. I, I think like 12, like midnight, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. James Webb Space Telescope released the Pillars of Creation, which was an incredible image. I mean, just the sheer clarity that, you know, you got something like the Hubble. The Pillars of Creation is one of the classic Hubble Space Telescope images. And when you put the infrared spectrum and the MIRI instrument and, and all the technology that James Webb Space Telescope allows us to use, it's so cool to see how these two telescopes and these two sets of wavelengths show us the same thing. And I'm still on the trip from the last episode about the question of are we alone and alien life and things that can be explored that are out there. This image to me just is like the quintessential motivation, inspiration for exploration in outer space. And and uh, the question is, are we out there? My answer is, there's so much we haven't even seen. How could we even have a grasp on the answer to that question? So for me, it's super exciting. It, it, it makes me want to dream and look forward to, and honestly, get more eyes in many different wavelengths out there. We don't have that many eyes on the universe around us. And 
with all the latest stuff that's happened with uh, the Nobel Peace Prize and quantum physics and how real is reality, I mean, there's so much more for us to learn about our ex- own existence in this, on this crazy rock uh, blasting through space around our sun. And, and to think that the pillars of creation, like, is littered with solar systems and suns and, and places where, where life could potentially be and, and, and just things to explore and learn about. It's, you know, the idea of infinity is, is kind of hard to imagine. And it, it, each one of these images where we get to see more about how much is really out there, it's really hard to understand and have a grasp on how re- truly infinite infinity is. So, that was super exciting. October 19th, that was released. Uh, that one is one of my favorites. And then the Mars Society Convention is happening currently. I believe it's finishing up. But I recently became a member of the Mars Society, and I'm super excited about what they're doing and, and pushing the idea of of humanity going to Mars and... And, and, and finding a way to have humans live and become interplanetary, it ties in so well with the mission of SpaceX. So, uh, and of course, you know, we were able, we've been able to speak with uh, very key members of the Mars Society, and we're super happy to have made those connections. And uh, I am definitely looking forward to doing more uh, with James and, and anybody else from the Mars Society and, and all that stuff. So all good stuff. A lot of exciting things happening, pushing the boundaries out there. That's it for this week's space content. Although this will definitely be space-themed. More on the sci-fi aspect of things. The invasion of my house. So, I think this is fascinating. I think we went through COVID, a really interesting time where we all experienced lockdowns and being alone and dealing with that. And I think... I think we all got a kind of a taste of what long-term duration spaceflight for human beings is, is is like and what will be like. You know, on the International Space Station, it's not like people have ample time to sit around and pontificate about existence and all that stuff. They orb the, the insanity of the position that they're in in a floating laboratory speeding around the Earth at 17,500 miles per hour and having only a thin sheet metal... Uh, difference between you and the the vacuum of space it is a wild thing and it's hard it, it, I imagine it would be a you would have to be extremely strong in your mental health and your approach to your own mental capacities and I could feel that you could slip into badness very very easily so that's why it's great that the people on the ISS are so busy and they have so many things to do other than, of course, wanting to maximize the time you have up there. I think it's also really good for your own mental health. So, regardless, our homes have become our spaceships in the time post-COVID. And to have found that there were alien life invading my home was definitely stressful. It still is stressful. We are currently in the middle of containment. I've done a, a much better job. I've learned along the way. But I, the last thing I wanted to do was needlessly kill these things. That's I'm, I'm trying not to in my older age. When I was younger, a little more testosterone, I may have thought differently. But I, I tried to coexist. This was kind of the first phase of first contact. And again, trying to exist, trying to 
make it so that we minimized the amount of uh, wasp death that was going to happen because I was going to bring the hammer down if I was going to bring the hammer. So I tried my best. I was hoping to ride this out into winter, let nature do its thing. You know, we're in fall here in New England, but we're in that really weird phase of fall here. And I'm sure it's the same in many places where, you know, the morning is like almost 32 degrees. It's cold. You know, you're going to have to bring something to keep you warm, but all right around lunchtime, it's going to go back up to 60, 65, 70 degrees. And so you need layers. You need to be off and on and, and all of that. And what I ended up finding, we had some gutters that broke. And, and uh, right near my back door to my deck, there, uh, there's the frame. It's an older house again. So the water was just pouring out of the broken gutter right over that back door to the deck. The frame started to rot a little bit, or at least soften up enough to the point where these wasps that were trying to find a home and build a nest, which I found, we'll talk about it in a second here. I learned so much about these things <laughs> in my mission to destroy them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but legitimately, they were getting into the house. It was it was getting tough to do laundry because they were getting into the basement. And so started to learn more about them, accidentally sucked one up into the vacuum and investigated what type of wasp they were and ended up getting to the point where, you know, I was hoping we could ride this out. I learned more about them. I learned their their cycles, how they're more active during the day when the sun has risen and then when the sun goes down, uh, they are less active. I learned that if that I could attract them with light. So I was able to uh, kind of curtail them into the corner of the basement, unfortunately, where my a lot of my 3D printing stuff is. So that has suffered and I haven't been able to do that. And basically tried to live with them. We did the best we could. And then the escalation came. Couldn't do laundry, basically. Was, was stuck to doing laundry late night early morning and then just prepping loads so again trying to live together in harmony here but couldn't 3d print had to start taking action because they were just getting more inside the house and because we were talking about the fall the weather was not cold enough for them to disappear and go back to their nest and for nature to do its thing and it was warm enough that they were really working and i mean i started to investigate more i was like i need to find the hive i need to learn more about their patterns and so it got to the point where they they were getting almost everywhere and i was legitimately getting buzz trauma i still have buzz trauma i'm I literally if i hear like especially in the morning, <laughs> walking around and hearing little buzzes, you know, the same sound that like the tag on the back of your shirt makes uh, is like almost the same sound as their wings. <laughs> and so I was just, you know, really, really triggered almost all the time in the house, which is a terrible feeling to have in your home. But regardless, trying to make this work. And I can only imagine what it would be like if we had an alien species come here that was interfering with our daily lives, like the line of trying to live together in harmony, like is such a hard balance to find, right? I can't, or I didn't learn to <laughs> communicate with these wasps, right? They, they are trying to survive. We're trying to also survive in our own, our own home. So I, you know, thinking about what extraterrestrial politics 
politics is a terrible word nowadays, but um, diplomacy, right? <laughs> uh, extraterrestrial diplomacy, trying to figure out you can do your thing. Because to think about it, if it's another life form that has many different functions than we do, they their society works differently, we're, we're probably going to have to have our own space and then intermingle in between. As human beings, we can definitely tell that borders, historically, are always the place where there is the most conflict, and that was definitely the case here. So I ended up investigating more. I found that uh, that spot on the door where they were taking the wood to chew it up and make into their own nest, which I ended up spending some time outside and just watching them come in and out. They were doing work. I mean, there was definitely like a hornet going, in, a wasp going in and out, you know, every like three seconds, like day in, day out. And, and I got to go to work and I've got to deal with this. I took a day to work from home to try and uh, address this as well. I got some spray, which was unfortunate, but it was the only way to get them away from the door. And, you know, that seemed to definitely reduce things, but then I was still seeing them come in the house. And so... I uh, spent another day, so this was Thursday of last week was when we first addressed, and this has been going on for probably two months now. A lot slower, but it's escalated again. We are in the escalation phase. And then uh, this weekend, it had been a really long week, and I decided, you know what, we're going to deal with this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish off the hornet spray, and then I'm going to fill the spot with foam. And as you can imagine... This is where we begin the section about the invasion and the containment. But first, before we get into that, we've got to talk about AG 3D printing. Uh, now that we have reclaimed the basement and the 3D printing space, and I've learned how to monitor the 3D printers from afar with OctoPrint and Raspberry Pi, I can now remotely work these printers and only spend time during the time of the day when they are the most uh, docile and and non-aggressive. <laughs> Again, still trying to find peace somehow. And with AG3D printing, we can help bring your ideas into reality. We've done our James Webb Space Telescope models. At some point here, we will get back to making those and getting them together. Uh, but they also make great gifts for the holidays, especially, you know, if you're looking for that $20, $25 gift that brings a lot of shock and awe, is great to bring to like a Secret Santa or any other holiday where you're bringing gifts for some person. We have a ton of great gifts on our shop at ag3dprinting.etsy.com. Uh, almost everything on there is under $20. Shipping, we try to make it uh, relatively cheap. But yeah, they're great gifts. They print right on our printers here, and this helps fund the podcast. Uh, and it's, it's a way for us to bring our own ideas. We bring props for the show. Uh, we've got another one coming up. Next episode, we have a really exciting giveaway, and we're going to stock it full with some of our items in our store as well. But definitely look forward to next week. We have a giveaway for the holidays for all of you, all of you space nerds and one lucky listener podcast uh, watcher I don't even know one of you will win <laughs> a uh, a Falcon 9 uh, from I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to say that yet uh, maybe we'll bleep that but this is the time uh, to get involved check us out on Instagram 
TikTok. That's where we're going to be doing uh, the giveaway. And check out for that. It's going to be really, really cool. Whether it's for you, the space nerd, or someone in your family that's a space nerd, guarantee it's something that's a, uh, a, a great gift. And you'll get it for free from us. But there'll be something you have to do. We'll have to promote. Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff aside. AG3D Printing is here also to help bring your ideas into reality. Our friends over at Snapcaller used our services early on to test and prototype and basically go from this is an idea in my head to let's write it down on paper. What are we looking for? Let's try that. Ooh, I like that, but that other thing it did is not what we wanted to do. Can we try it like this? Not break the budget, not have to spend thousands of dollars, hundreds, tens of thousands of dollars to make a product that doesn't really do what you want and then have to sell that in order to sell the thing you want. Spend some time in the lab with AG3D and we can help iterate that project so that you can jumpstart that business and bring value. So if you're still someone that wants to go after your own idea and make a business, stuff like that, Check us out at ag3d-printing.com. Get a free quote. We're happy to start the conversation. And if we can't help you, we will try and point you in the direction on what makes the most sense. We're always looking forward to help bring your ideas into reality. We'll have some exciting stuff 3D printing here soon. But to finish this episode, let's go back into this weekend. So honestly, uh, this was a lesson in strategy. This was... (laughs) This all escalated very quickly. So, to recap, two sets of Hornet spray, still had some, but I decided it's time to foam up the hole that they're getting into. Now, when I first did it, things looked to be good. I was about to go with a friend, Neil, who's been on the podcast before, uh, to King Richard's Fair, and then all of a sudden, as I was getting ready in the morning, I noticed one, two three hornets and then I decided well let me check out what's going on and I went out back and realized that my foam had now interrupted the traffic of workers getting the wood from my house to their nest and now the rest of the hive is unable to complete their function and now they're trying to figure out what happened so I go to my back door and there is a waterfall of wasps going on my door and and my my outer screen door which has glass instead of screen has not been sitting again old house has not been sitting flush so it's kind of like open in there and it has needed repair for a while but it hasn't been an issue we had a really really hot summer and i think everything expanded and cracked and and all the, i think that's why this happened in the first place was the weather basically forced the house into a shape <laughs> of expansion and things separated. Regardless, what I had just done was interrupted the colony's work schedule. And just like New England traffic, this got backed up on I-95-128 and they were going into any path they could get into. Just like New Englanders trying to go off roads, maybe go down Route 2 if you're really crazy or uh, find the back roads, use ways. They were finding every way they could to get in. Now, that hole that was at the bottom of the door seemed to be the place where we trapped whoever was on the outside from basically coming in. And the ones that were left came into the house. And when I first started to deal with it, I did grab some uh, 
some hairspray to try and get them, get the wings to stick so I could deal with them. And then there was 20 or 30 of them in the house. So just like an alien invasion, they, you know, they, and they started getting more aggressive, right? This is like 10, 10, 30. I mean, my, the hair is rising on, on my skin here. Um, it's been so traumatic. <laughs> so, uh, immediately it got completely out of hand and all I could think of was, uh, I need to contain this. So just like the, uh, the Spartans of my background, I wanted to funnel my enemies who outnumbered me greatly into a smaller area. So I ended up, uh, I had an old shower curtain we were just about to get rid of, ended up using that as part of the cover and then just found plastic bags, cardboard boxes, duct tape, and just started going crazy. And I ended up sealing the living room to having these wasps that are in the house into one area. Uh, Ended up bringing just a small area where if any of them decided to come out, I could deal with them and then ended up sealing it up completely. Now, this is where the Martian trauma makes a lot of sense. (laughs) The movie and the book where... They ha- he has the breach, and he loses all the progress he had with all the potatoes. The entire hab here gets uh, out into the vacuum. Everything goes out, and he has to use tarp and duct tape to seal that in. And he's sitting in the bunk, just rocking back and forth. Just going, ah, ah, ah. That was me with plastic sounds and the sound of tape, you know, like falling away from the, the wall. And basically, I, I got a good seal. I, I will. I we did contain a pressure, and we did a decent job. And I learned a lot more. And I even thought about the Martian when he was uh, doing it with the long strips laterally and horizontally to actually give the tarp some like structure because I, I was basically creating a balloon. Luckily, we have uh, central air, so the air was constantly uh, circulating, and so that made it so that they couldn't just get into the vents. Now, the controls for that were in that room. So we've, we lost that control. And it makes me think of, <laughs> it makes me think of the Star Trek movie with uh, Picard, Next Generation series, where the Borg infiltrates the ship and they have to, they, they have to quarantine and, and lock down and contain the Borg into one section of the ship. <laughs> It it felt very very sci-fi horror, like just it was, an, it was an invasion, and they have been definitely a, a worthy opponent, uh, and luckily you know, knock on wood, I have not been stung yet. We'll see, trying my best, but now we are day two of containment. I managed to get some more supplies, some more tape some more plastic sheets. I got plastic sheets, painter sheet, one solid piece. The curtain was great. Um, uh, my wall in the kitchen that was going from the dining room to the kitchen had started to fall. That was the cardboard one, and it started falling in. So I was able to put a another containment area, a uh, containment seal around that. But, man, it, it all I could think of uh, while going through the buzz trauma of, of hornets and wasps was how difficult and and how important sealing and under like I, i'm sure that whatever we send up there will 
by NASA's standards, uh, contain and, and not need any type of like patching or filling up. But man, uh, to keep a, uh, to keep a true seal, uh, I can only imagine how much work that's going to be in space and how much duct tape we're going to need to bring with us. Lots of duct tape. I don't care how much mass it. Figure out a ma- figure out a way to make duct tape lighter and take up less space, but send it. Send it with all the human beings that are going. Give them plastic tarps. Those are nice and light. You need got to got to give the ability to fix the seal. And who knows? Maybe this may lead into some crazy composite paste like we were talking about that titanium uh paste that they were uh trying to figure out for 3d printing in space (laughs) and just sealing things i very much love duct tape in space that that is a a guaranteed thing that is going with me Uh, (laughs) but we've done a decent job the containment is still holding but that has been my week and i wanted to share the story I figured we could have some fun with some <laughs> with some space themed uh, antics, but that has been the invasion of the wasps. This podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. It's the perfect tools for grooming your family jewels, and it, honestly, it's just a great way to keep up with taking care of yourself. For me, you know, manscaping, grooming, it, it's a it makes me feel better, makes me feel good feel confident to get out there and do what I got to do. And a lot of that comes down to the tools like the Lawn Mower 4.0. This thing is great. Now that it's fall, I'm looking to trim up. We're going to do some beards. There's a lot of different sci-fi beards out there. So we're going to try them out. And I could not do that easier than with the Lawn Mower 4.0. Has LED light for you to check where you're going. So you can actually line things up and see what you're doing. So you're not just cutting blind. And it's got this awesome wireless charger. We were actually playing around with some of our commercials. We we ended up filming this in our light stand and did a whole Emperor Palpatine thing. We're going to definitely do some more lightsaber stuff. But even Sith Lords need a close shave. All right, so go to manscaped.com. Use the code word space. Get 20% off uh, and free worldwide shipping. 20% off free worldwide shipping makes it possible, gets it to that price that's easier to pay so you can get the right tools so that you, you can make grooming easier. And that helps support the podcast. And there's plenty of things just like the Lawnmower 4.0. There is the Weed Whacker for those, for those nose, ear hairs, keeping those trimmed, keeping those together. And there's, of course, a full line of other things that are coming out with uh, if you're into more of the, the close shave, they have the smooth package that's out there. 20% off free worldwide shipping by using the code word SPACE. You help support the podcast and, of course, help make grooming for you easier and maybe someone you love. So, code word SPACE, 20% off free worldwide shipping. And you got to let us know what sci-fi facial hair styles we should do. There's the Riker. There's the Wharf. There's so many out there that we can choose from. Uh, get creative with it. Let me know. And if you're going to try any of them, let us know. We can, uh, we can stay trimmed and manscaped this fall and winter. We can do it together. Never give up. Never surrender. And that's it, folks. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring us. Let's get back to the podcast. 
And I hope that by next week, this will all be taken care of. But yeah, I, I just hope I don't end up like Picard uh, freaking out. I, maybe I already did. Uh, how he won't lose the ship. He won't lose to the Borg. I guess I wasn't assimilated by the Wasp, so I guess that's that's not quite the same thing. But regardless, regardless, uh, I've been feeling very ape-like uh, and understanding the uh, <laughs> the survival instincts of our ancestors. And I was pretty proud of myself for uh, thinking on on the fly and and thinking and changing when the rules of the game when they in, <laughs> when I foamed it up and I had way more of them to deal with than was possible. Because I found out if you do manage to kill one of them, they release pheromones that warns the others uh, that there is danger. So I, I saw that live as, as it was, you know, again, my hairs are, are going up again. But I remember their flight patterns changed uh, after the first one, after there was like 20 of them there. And... I realized very quickly this enemy was going to uh, quickly swarm me. So uh, I'm glad that I, I was able to handle that. It's been a very interesting weekend. Not the relaxing weekend I was hoping for, but that is life, folks. And I'm sure that'll be the scenario if we find ourselves in an alien-type invasion. Uh, but we'll see. <laughs> that has been this week's episode. I hope you enjoy my, my story of the Wasps an invasion, and how I dealt with it. I hope it brings you joy. I hope you laughed. <laughs> I hope you have a great day. And that's it for uh, today in space. Again, next week, a very, very exciting episode that we have for you on the Falcon 9 and SpaceX and just how prolific that Falcon 9 has been and will continue to be some of my favorite missions, things. I'm, I'm very excited to put that episode together for us, and we will have a very special getaway with one of our new partners, which I'm very excited to talk about. Make a great gift for either yourself or your space person uh, in your life. That's it, folks. Have a great week. Spread love, spread science. Live long and prosper. And fight for peace, even if peace does not seem like it is what the other side wants. Strive for some form of peace. That's what I hope to do here <laughs> this weekend. And uh, if you guys have any idea, any ideas for dealing with wasps or any of my more outdoors uh, folks out there or who've dealt with this before, send us your stories. Let, me, let us know about your invasion or how you, how you deal with living in concert with the other life forms around you. That's it for this week. Today in space, much love. See you next time.